Hello. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Donk Tea Podcast. <laughs> um, today we are going to be talking about green and red flags in guys. Well, I mean, obviously we're straight. Um, we're talking in the sense of dating, you know, all that good stuff. Uh, I feel like this would be a really interesting, fun topic just because everyone's are different and it's it'll just be interesting to see jenna's or hear jenna's because we haven't even like talked with each other we probably have a lot of the same ones to be honest but uh yeah so let's get into it all right so let's start off with number one we'll do one green flag and then one red flag okay each each okay okay you go first so i'll go first um so number one for me is love bombing and just being way too eager. That's a red flag for okay, me. Okay, I have that one down on mine too. I literally have it like like underlined with exclamations. Yes. Like <laughs> that's so funny. Love bombing ain't it, chief? Yeah. Um, I think there's such a difference with showing interest, you know, getting gifts here and there and with a healthy amount of like affection compliments all that kind of thing all that kind of stuff but um there comes a point where it's a little bit overbearing and it's a little bit fake because we can see like we can see your little tricks nobody is that like obsessed like in a healthy way at the very beginning like first week dating you know what I mean yeah exactly and then I just in my head I'm like okay well if you could so easily throw yourself at me and shower me with so much affection and gifts like yeah, it's appreciated, but it's a little too much at the beginning. Like you barely know me. What if I rob you? I think for me, the the biggest red flag in that is, okay, if they can easily do this with me, they could easily do this with so many other people. Mm-hmm. And what is special about our connection? Like you don't know somebody that well. Um, I'm talking like the first month of dating. This is like, you are just getting to know somebody you you don't need to be moving that fast. Exactly. And another thing too is what I've noticed, um, love bombing. I never noticed the signs before until I actually went through it a couple times, unfortunately. But you know, you live and you learn. And I come to realize that mostly people that love bomb are narcissistic or tend to have narcissistic tendencies. (laughs) I said tend to have (laughs) anyways you know what I'm trying to say but the love bombing that's what kind of lures you lures lures lures, yeah Yeah. lures you in and then the effort just stops and it's back to no effort and it's back to breadcrumbing and then you're in this constant cycle of trying to win over this person's affection to be how it was before because they conditioned you into thinking that that was who they are. Yeah, that that was who they are. And then that's when the relationship was going good. And you felt like you were doing something wrong if they didn't talk to you all day or, you know, that kind of thing. So that's definitely huge red flag for both of us. All right. So enough about the red flag. Let's get on to a green flag. So for me, it kind of ties in with uh, what we were talking about before. Um, when my partner that I'm dating is accelerating at the same rate as me, or at least we're both on the same page with where we're going within the connection. Yeah. I think that's really important to like communicate 
um, where you guys stand, what's going on, like be on the same page because people get mad. They're like, well, like I thought we were going to be in a relationship. Then it's like, okay, well you didn't communicate. And then people are like, I'm not ready. And then it just causes a lot of unnecessary issues. So my green and red flags, uh, well, one of them, um, a green flag for me is when someone asks questions about you and remembers details about what you tell them. Just it just it just goes to show that they're not just asking you questions just randomly. Like they're genuinely wanting to know and then remember. Like that's such a green flag when they're like, "Oh yeah, you said you liked this or liked that." I'm like, "Oh dang, okay, you pay attention." They're actually listening. Yeah. So I think that's a big one for me is you know, probably just bare minimum stuff, but it's just it's just a nice feeling when someone remembers your favorite restaurant or like something you said that you liked to do. I don't know. Like sentimental things. Yeah. Or like, oh, I really like this book. Let's say you mentioned like, oh, I read this book and it was a really great book. It's one of my favorites. And then like, you know, a couple months later down the road, they're like, hey, like I got you the sequel to that book. Like that is such a green flag. Okay. Anyways, um, red flag. Um, big one. The biggest main one for me is lying and withholding information. Because let me tell you, when you don't, when you leave out details, that is still wrong in my book. And it's, some people say, oh, it's not lying. But in my book, that is lying because you're, you're withholding information that would upset your partner for a reason. Exactly. I 100% agree. And that's actually on my list of red flags is dishonesty. Mm -hmm. Um, That I just think it's so disrespectful uh, to your partner. And it, if like my partner were to lie to me consistently and I would eventually find out about it, it would make me judge their character and look at them in a different light. And I'm like, okay, wow, like that's who you are. Like, do I really want to be with this person long-term? Do I want this person to be the father of my kids? Like, no. Yeah, I think I have dealt a lot with dishonesty and withholding information because, for an example, I was with somebody and um, they said that they were doing something. And I was like, oh, cool. Like, who's all there? Like, that sounds fun. They said everyone... And then later find out that someone else was there, but they knew that I like they knew what they were lying about. And it wasn't just like, oh, they forgot. It was like they purposely went out of their way to like not say one person that was there. So I think that's just like such a red flag. And I don't know, saying the truth, but not the whole truth is still lying to me. Exactly. And I have to agree. Like I've been through situations like that as well. And it just makes you feel like, wow, like obviously we don't need a whole itinerary of your day. Like that's not, we're not trying to be controlling or manipulative at all, but you know, it's, it's just a kind of, um, the table kind of moved. (laughs) It's a little disheartening, you know, when your partner just goes out of their way to withhold certain information and it's like, it's it's because they know that it would upset you. Yeah, like the difference is like if they say, oh, well, I knew you were going to react this way. I knew you're going to get mad. It's like, 
fuck, I'm even more mad now because you chose to lie and disrespect me and how I would feel. So it's like, guys, if you're listening, um, just say the fucking truth. And if the truth hurts, it'll, it'll sting for a minute, but it will be way more short term than a long term like effect because lying to me, I will fucking pinpoint that shit and I will remember it forever. But if you tell the truth and it's not exactly what I want to hear, then I'm like, okay, I have to accept it. At least he's being honest. (laughs) Like whatever. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So this next red flag or no, sorry, let's start with a green flag because we started with red last time. So let's start with green. Um, I think a green flag is when a guy is financially established. Now I'm not saying that I'm a gold digger and, oh, he has to have a lot of money. No, I'm not saying that at all. What I'm saying is I think it's very, I think it's very masculine and alpha to be financially established and you know what you want and you go after it. I think that's attractive Mm -hmm. and it like, you can just tell when a man, you know, has his shit together, he's more confident and he's more about whatever, you know? Yeah. And let's say you don't exactly know what you want to do or you're on the path to figure it out. As long as you have a goal and ambition, like that's still attractive and it's still a green flag because I actually have that in mind as well. Um, You don't need to be a freaking billionaire. You don't need to like, you know, that's not some girls, some girls are into that, whatever. It's, it's nice when a guy can provide for himself as well as another person, because theoretically, I mean, I'm more traditional and I feel like a man should not get into a relationship if he can't support himself and another, his partner, because let's say things happen and the girl gets pregnant. She can't work. You're going to have to be able to support her. You just don't know what could happen. Women should not be working if she is pregnant. Like, that's just my traditional views of, you know, a, a laboring job, like a physical job she shouldn't be doing. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, I agree. And that kind of ties in with my next red flag. Um, and it's if he's not money smart, like, I understand splurging a little bit, spoiling yourself because I do the same thing. But when it, it like, there comes a time and a place to do that. And if you're constantly blowing through every paycheck on things that are temporary, materialistic, and just, you're not investing in your future. That's to me, that's a red flag because if I were to be with someone long-term and that's how they spend their money, it just makes me feel like, like stressed. It stresses Mm -hmm. me out. Like, Okay. And by the way, these are just all of our red flags and green flags. You don't have to agree with them, but these are just our thoughts and our red flags. Um, But another one red flag for me that I didn't put, but ties into that is gambling. I just, I think that's such a big red flag because there's no reason. There is absolutely no reason to gamble. Like, I just, I don't understand it. I'm not a gambler. I've never been in a relationship with somebody who gambles. So I don't really understand what, why people do that and why they lose so much money and put so much money that they work hard for, like into something that could potentially be lost. Like I think investing is smart, very smart. 
but gambling, like just playing cards, going to the casino, slot machines, that kind of stuff is just a red flag for me. Like if a guy's like, oh, sorry, I can't hang out. I'm going to the casino. I'd be like, ew. No. (laughs) Yeah, I agree with that for sure. The next red flag for me, I'm going to start with red flags this time, um, is not respecting your time. This is such a big one for me because I get so frustrated when people make plans and you, I don't know, for me, I'm, I respect when people make a plan, I show up and I don't cancel unless I'm like genuinely like, you know, sick or have something going on. I let them know like ahead of time, not like last minute, or I don't even make a plan if I know that I'm probably busy. Um, so don't make a plan if you can't stick to it. Obviously, if something insane happens last minute or whatever, like that's understandable. But don't keep repeating like the same thing. Like if you notice a pattern, it's just it's a red flag. So I have to 100% agree with that because I've dealt with guys who don't respect my time. And I have food poisoning. <laughs> oh my God, I know. And it's just... Like, I'm not mad. Okay, here's the thing. If you're not interested, that's okay. I'm not going to be mad about that. Exactly. I'm not going to be mad that you're not interested. Like, we're grown-ass adults. You can literally just say, hey, I don't see this going anywhere. Okay, cool. Exactly. Like, that's. it's not that hard to say, and you're not going to hurt my feelings. Like, I really, you know, I'd rather hear that than constantly be told, hey, let's do this. Oh, I want to do this. Okay, and then last minute, oh, hey, like, I can't, sorry. You know, because that's, that's so disrespectful. And like that time that could have been spent like doing something else, it's just gone. It's wasted. Yeah. Because when you have a date or you make a plan with someone, you're obviously going to get ready and you're going to drive to wherever it is. And it's like, that's so disrespectful to like, I mean, I have, I've canceled stuff, but like for reasons, or I just don't make a plan. I, I don't know. I'm just the type of person that I will do something if I want to do it and I won't plan anything if I really don't want to do it. Um, so for the green flag kind of connects to it. Um, when he respects you, not only you, but women in general, that is such a big one for me because I hate when guys make comments about girls bodies or girls in public or even like their family like sisters moms whatever I just think it's obviously if you know when you're you're joking with like your family or whatever that's one thing but if you make comments about oh my god look at that girl's tits like they're huge ew I would never I would never stand for that shit in a relationship or even on a date with a guy that's so disrespectful no so and also when he like going into the respects you um, doesn't ask you for scandalous photos, doesn't touch you without, you know, reciprocating the energy back. Like kissing on first dates is no, 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 no. Just don't. Anyways, that's just my. Yeah. I just, I want to add to that. Yeah. 100%. Uh, For, I think the first like several times meeting with someone you don't really know them. And this is just my view. I re- I like taking things slow because one, I don't know you and I'm not going to share my body 
I'm already sharing my energy with you by trying to get to know you and yeah. go out of my way to meet up with you. I'm not a, I'm not a freaking booty call, man. Like that's just, that's not how I roll. And that's not what I'm into, especially if I, I don't know you. And I think it's so disrespectful when guys are way too handsy and you clearly just don't like it. And then you say, Hey, like, let's kind of, let's take a step back. Let's slow down. And they continue to do it and ask for pictures. Ew. It's like, like, dude, I'm 21 years old. You're asking me for, to send you pictures. Are you kidding me? Are we in high school? Like are, that just boggles my mind. Or when guys ask for your Snapchat. Ew, that's, that's a red flag. Like you, you can't ask for my phone number. You ask for my Snapchat. I haven't used Snap. Sna yeah, I haven't used Snapchat in years. Like, ew. But yeah, so I just, ugh, I feel like we can do several episodes on these topics just because there's, we're constantly changing too. Like my, uh, for the majority, these are pretty solid green red flags. We pretty much have the same on our list, but if we come across more or if you guys like this episode, we can definitely do more. Anyways, take it away for your next uh, batch. <laughs> okay, so let's start with let's start with a red flag. Another one. So this this has to be the most just insanely like duh red flags. I already know. <laughs> yeah. Um, disloyalty is that a word? Cheating. Cheating cheating like okay everyone listening duh but i just think number one it's it's so disrespectful number two it's like when i find out a guy is cheating i look at them completely differently i see them as insecure. 100%. I, I don't even look at their partner. It doesn't matter what they did or how much attention they're not giving you this and that. It's like as a person, you're really going to stoop down to that level because that's at that point, that's a personal problem. Like, sorry, bro, but like you did that on your own. You were not mature enough to end the relationship, get your little fix in, whatever, and leave it at that. You had to disrespect and potentially ruin their, you know, commitment issues and trust with other people. Like it's not just in your relationship, but it now carries on to all their future relationships because that's something that I have experienced. And I'm sure if you've been cheated on, you're listening to this, you've been fucked over, whatever, you know, the feeling <laughs> it messes things up for other potential great opportunities. Yeah, I'm so glad you brought that up because it's so true. Mm -hmm. And like, I'm not trying to blame like my past, like whatever, because, you know, but it does affect your confidence a little bit. It affects your, well, for me anyway, it, it affected my confidence and it affected my self image. And I, I felt like I wasn't good enough. But, you know, after healing and kind of taking a step back and looking how everything panned out and just looking at myself, 
Because I think that's the best thing you can do when you're going through a breakup or you're going through like after finding out you've been cheated on, stuff like that. I think the best thing you can do is to just be single just for a little bit and go to therapy or just talk it out with like your parents or your friends, get some advice and really take a look within. Because for one, like if you are continuously being cheated on and you know it, Okay. That is, that's a you problem at that point. When you see repeated patterns and behaviors in all the partners that you are attracting, you need to take a look, like Jenna said, take a look at yourself and, and try to figure out and pinpoint why you're attracting those types of people. Cause I have noticed similar patterns in people that I've dated, but then I've also, as I've gotten older, I've been dating complete opposites like but then I feel like that's a good sign of change because I'm not attracting what I used to and the bad toxic behaviors and I'm not putting up with it and as soon as things are going south or I'm feeling a certain way and the trust is broken I have to just accept it and move on like you can't wallow and you know, fall in love with somebody who's just like a false narrative in your head. Like you need to see things for what they are, what's in front of you and, and just, just deal with it. 100%. All right. All right. So the next green flag, I think definitely ties in with being a cheater as a red flag is loyalty Loyalty and respect. I mean, this is a given. Like, it has to be bare minimum. But I just, it's so, to me, it is so attractive when I see a guy who is secure in himself, but he's also confident and he loves the woman he's with or his partner that he's with. And he isn't afraid to share it with the world. And I understand, like, sometimes people enjoy private connections like a private relationship but it's not a secret Mm -hmm. like people know that they're with someone but they don't want to post about it and you know because social media can really ruin things sometimes but you know I appreciate a guy who's all about his girl and is undeniably loyal like that's that's a given you should be doing that Okay, I'm going to do a red flag first. Um, Red flag for me is partying all the time. (laughs) This is a really big one for me just because I have realized that I don't want to date someone who just sees all like sees fun and just partying. Like it's one thing to go out and have a good time, celebrate for you know, birthdays or things like that. But if it's like a looking forward to the weekend just to go out and party and get drunk and like escape reality in a sense, it's just like not attractive to me. Some people are into that. I'm I'm not. I don't like when someone parties because I'm not into that. I don't want to attract that type of person. So I have to agree with that. Like, but not a prude. Like, let's go to a bar and just get a drink and just chill. 
Like that's fine. Glass of wine, whatever. But like, I'm talking like partying and like, ugh, no. Yeah. Just getting shit faced every weekend and stuff. Like I, like I've experienced the nightlife. Sometimes it can be fun when, when you're with the right people. But for me, it is so draining, like energetically, it's really draining. And I just, I personally, I don't want to do that every single weekend. Or here's the thing, when a guy parties every weekend, but also parties during the week. So multiple times a week, every week. That ain't it. Mm -mm. Not for me. Bye. Bye. So a green flag that probably has nothing to do with that partying situation. Um, When guys have good hygiene and take care of themselves, um, I think that's very attractive when you don't have to remind your boyfriend, boyfriend, (laughs) when you don't have to remind your boyfriend to brush their damn teeth. I'm sorry. I just, I have been in multiple relationships where I'm like, did you brush your teeth today? Like I'm not fucking swapping spit with you and transferring those types of germs. No, thank you. It's just like, come on. That's such like childish behavior to not even be able to brush your damn teeth. (laughs) Like I know it sounds harsh, but like, It's not. Um, And just like, you know, taking care of yourself, checking up on your health and eating good. I just I don't think I'm very attracted to guys who like eat fast food all the time and don't work out like that's just something I don't look for because I I'm I'm into that. I'm not into eating fast food and not working out. So I want to attract, like I said before, the same type of person. Exactly. Oh my gosh. I have to agree with that. A guy who makes an effort to smell good and he just, he's clean cut. He takes care of himself. He, you know, his clothes, he's got style that to me, that's attractive. And like, you know, me personally, I don't really want to kiss someone who (laughs) who got like bad breath or something. You know what I mean? Um, And another thing too, what you were saying before, uh, with the whole fast food thing and just not taking care of themselves, me, I'm into fitness and I would want a partner who is also into the same things as me. Like, you know, pretty normal, but I don't know, just going out to eat all the time and not having meal preps or, you know, cooking yourself. Yeah. Oh, that's another one. When he knows how to cook. Oof, that's such a green flag. Such a green flag. Such a green flag. Like, you don't need to be cooking for me, but let's cook together. Like, let's learn to cook together if you don't know how. Like, I'm not the greatest cook in the world, but... <clears throat> I am. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's it's a good, like, bonding thing, too. Like, cooking with your significant other and then enjoying the meal together and, you know, that kind of stuff. All right, so... My next red flag, it's going to be when he falls off and goes completely ghost when there are issues in the relationship. I have so much experience with this, unfortunately. Um, And I'm not going to lie. I used to be the same way. Um, That's because I was avoidant and I didn't like confrontation. You know, inner child healing and shadow work has helped me realize that. But I just... I think it's so childish and disrespectful when you completely just ignore your partner 
for the entire day or multiple days a week. Like that's insane. If there's an issue and you both know it, just communicate that like, hey, okay, first of all, I understand if you need time and space to kind of figure out what you want to say and you know, when emotions are really high, you're upset or whatever, you need to calm down. I understand that because I'm the same way. Like I do need my time and space. However, when that's not communicated, that no, I do not want to be with someone like that. Just simply say, hey, I am feeling a little stressed right now and I'm going to need some time and space to kind of calm down and we can revisit this at X amount of time and you both can agree on it. And in the meantime, respect their space. Don't constantly call them or text them or whatever. That's just, that's just me. So yeah. Care to uh, add any more to that, Alyssa? Word. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Word. Um, no, yeah, I totally agree with that. Like, that's part of that's one of my green flags and red flags. Um, bad communication, red flag. Good communication, green flag. Obviously, um, I think that everyone handles things differently. But when you're in a relationship, like it's so important to communicate everything. Like there's no such thing as over communicating. Like when you are in a committed relationship, like I I don't see the problem in like saying more than like what you feel like you need to because there's no like right or wrong. I mean, wrong in my book is no communication and just being standoffish and cause it's like, what, what, why? Like we're supposed to be like together, like in this together, not, not against each other. Exactly. 100%. Yeah. And then, okay. So carry on to wait, you still have, oh, I still have a green flag. <laughs> so, my next green flag that ties into this is going to be when a man is secure in his emotions, like his emotional maturity is, you know, up to mine, like my standards, and he's emotionally intelligent. He knows how to navigate his feelings. Also, he communicates with maturity and comprehension. That is very important for me in a partner. And I just, it's so, like I said, it's attractive. To me, it gives off alpha energy. Like if you're emotionally immature and you lash out or whatever, to me, that's just so childish. And it just seems like there's some deep rooted issues that you need to resolve. And like, I don't deserve that at all. I don't deserve your insecurities or childhood insecurities, whatever, being projected onto the relationship and onto me because I have nothing to do with that. And I came to realize that because I worked on myself, you know, just from past relationship experiences, I realized that I used to be emotionally immature and I used to lash out and project my insecurities onto my partner's did they deserve that? Fuck no. And that was on me. And I took responsibility. I took the initiative to work on myself. So yeah. And I think that kind of ties into as well when he knows how to take a step back, 
and reevaluate everything and take a look within. I appreciate that in a guy. When a guy does that, I'm like, yes, go you. <laughs> so you got this. So I'm going to start off with a red flag. Um, I think this one is really important to me. Um, When a guy is secure with being alone, I think that's very important because then he won't have dependency tendencies with you or just his friends. I just, I think it's really a red flag when everything that they do in life revolves around their friends and tagging along with what they're doing or whatever. Like I know how it is. Like me and Jenna hang out all the time. Like we're with each other a lot, but also like, I don't know, like we do our own thing and we're okay with being alone. Like I don't, I don't, there's nobody in my life that I'm like, okay, I need to be with this person like every single day. And I've learned that and I've, come to terms with enjoying my alone time, but then also valuing, you know, my time with friends and family and that kind of stuff. But as far as in a relationship, it's so easy to get dependent. And, um, you know, I own up to me having anxious attachments to people and being dependent just because it becomes a routine and a habit because you spend so much time with each other. But I think when they are secure with being alone, not like too much to the point where like they only want to be alone and they never want to like hang out. That's different. But having a good balance is really important. I guess that was kind of like a green and red flag in one. Um, But yeah, I agree. Yeah. And for as far as a actual green flag, that's separate. Um, I think, well, obviously the the biggest one for me is like family, like when family is really important and they, everyone's family situation is different, but if they have a good, you know, supportive family, just spending time with them, hanging out with them and just valuing time, inviting you to family stuff, making you feel included as well as you with like vice versa. I think that's really important. So yeah. Yeah. I kind of want to add to that. Um, I think having a balance is very important. And when you are constantly with the other person, like your partner too much, I mean, I understand if you live together, but you guys have to have separate lives outside of the relationship. I mean, like work, um, friendships, family, you know, that kind of thing. And to me, when there's time spent apart and both of you are investing in yourselves separately out of the relationship, I think it's very important. And not only is it going to strengthen the relationship, but also you guys are going to value the time together even more because you're going to miss each other more. And I think that's important. So I definitely agree with that. Um, And, you know, you can still work on yourself as well as being in a relationship, but you have to respect that we are going to change as people throughout the relationship. And it's okay that you aren't the same person, but if you're willing to grow with someone and be different versions of yourself while 
in the relationship, I think that's really cool. But also acknowledge that you might not be in love with the, the version that they might be in a year. So you can't get too attached in the sense of like planning your future and um, because anything can happen. Literally at any point, anything can happen. Feelings can change. And that's what's so scary about relationships is like things can change so quickly. Something that happens in your life or their life or maybe it's the relationship as a whole. Like you have to be okay with it not working out. 100%. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people have the mindset like, oh, you know, you need to stick together no matter what. Like, I just think that people do genuinely grow apart and they become different and that's okay. And you can fight for as long as you want in a relationship. Like if it is worth, if the person is worth it enough, you can potentially get over most bumps in the road, except for like cheating and being dishonest. That's different. Yeah, I agree with that. And like you were saying, you know, with the change, like both of us are going to be changing um, and that's okay. But you have to find someone who you're willing to grow with. Like if the relationship is stagnant and it's going nowhere and it's just the same behavioral patterns and it's it's become more toxic and like that's just, that ain't it. So definitely find someone who is willing to put in the work with you because it's it's a partnership. It's not you against them, like you were saying before. So, yeah. Um, so I'm going to finish off with my last green and red flag. And let's start with green. So I think a green flag is when a man is secure within his masculine energy, but also his feminine energy. And he allows me to be, you know, to take my guard down and to be feminine. I think that's so important because I don't want to keep my guard up and be in my masculine energy all the time because that just makes me feel so, I don't, I just don't like it. I like being in my feminine energy. If that makes sense. Like I want to be soft. I want to be loving and nurturing in a relationship. That's very important to me. And you know, some examples of like a guy being secure in his feminine energy as well, because let's face it, everyone has masculine and feminine energy. So an example would be, like I said before, he knows how to communicate his feelings and emotions and how to navigate it. And yeah. And he knows when to be like an open ear, I guess, like for me to talk to and He's very, what's the word? Tender. I like when a man is tender. Yeah. Um, I think, I think we are all finished. Um, I need to say my last red flag. Oh, okay. It's, it's really quick. Just say it. Just say it. Uh, when the guy is just overly nonchalant. Like acts like they don't care. Acts like they don't care 24 seven. And it's I like, do not like, that. like when you're first dating, like I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to take note in my head. But when it's a consistent pattern of you just being nonchalant and you don't care, it just makes me feel like 
like I'm so easily disposable and like you're dismissing my feelings. And it's like, that's, that's just not attractive to me. I actually have uh, like two more red flags. I'm just going to say them. I'm not going to like go into detail. Um, But when a guy doesn't include you in any future plans or all he talks about is the future that you're going to have together, I think it should happen like in a natural way. But like, I don't know, like the last relationship I was in, he'd always say like, oh, one day me and my wife. Oh, one day my wife this. And I'm like, damn, like I know we haven't been dating that long, but like it's kind of weird to say. Like I feel like that's a little bit weird to be in a relationship, a committed relationship where you don't see it ending anytime soon. And you're talking about your future with somebody else that doesn't even exist yet. Like that connection doesn't even exist. And you're like disregarding if we're going to have that future someday. Like to me, that's just a little bit weird. Um, anyways. And then another one is actions, not matching up to their words. That's a big one for me. And um, then also talking about their ex or past flings. Oh, that was like such a big one that I just had to say. Yes. Oh my gosh. It's so irritating. Like I'm not, I'm not insecure. Like I know my worth, but it's just disrespectful. It's like why it's so unnecessary because what does that have to do with me? I will say if the situation is relevant to the current relationship, like, okay, this is why I am this way about this or that, whatever, and it's relevant, then that's different. But if you're talking about like your ex or someone you had, you know, a past with all the time or just like, oh, randomly bringing it up, it's like, dude, okay, fuck, shut the fuck up. Um, yeah. I want to add one more red flag when his friends don't like you. Like you could just tell they don't like okay. you. Yeah. I, I, cause it's like, I don't know. I just feel like that's so weird. Like what are they saying behind your back or what, what pi- picture are they painting you in for them? Their friends do not like you if they don't even know you like exactly. They're clearly saying something bad about you. Like, you know, if their friends or family don't like you, there is a reason if they don't know you that well. Um, anyways, the last green flag I have. Um, let's see. Can you hear the paper rustling? <laughs> we wrote a bunch of notes. Oh, okay. The last two green flags that I have are when they help you be the, be- the better version of yourself. They don't need to be, you know, holding your hand and guiding you through how to be the better version. But if they are supportive and non judgmental and just make you feel good, like if they bring you up and not down, like that's that's just really important. And then also, oh, wait, you can say what you're. Oh, yeah, I was going to say that's very important for me as well. And um, it's like when you both can help each other grow. Yeah. In different aspects of not only the relationship, but as well as like just as life a person is a person. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like if they just treat you as a person and friend, not just like a sexual romantic partner. Um, the last one is when they don't care about like they're not consumed in social media and money. Like that's a green flag for me just because I don't know when guys I, I get it like 
being an influencer, whatever, like that's could be, it's a job and we're involved in social media. So like we understand, but when that's like their life and like, they don't appreciate the real world and make real connections in person, like it's, it's a, it's a red flag, but yeah. So that is the episode. I hope, hope you guys enjoyed. That was actually yeah. really interesting. Like, I mean, we, like I said, we pretty much had the same, same ones. I agree with like yeah. everything. Yeah, me too. Um, so yeah, we are so glad that you guys tuned in. If you made it this far. Um, yeah, this is a long one today. Yeah. So update on the mic situation. We're still trying to figure it out. We have to contact like this whole um, tech company involved yeah. with the mic and stuff just to get possibly an exchange or we're just going to have to buy a new mic at this point. Um, so yeah, we've been recording in segments, so, um, hopefully this sound quality is up to par with our standards. Mm -hmm. So anyways, enough about that. We will see you guys in our next episode. If you like this uh, series, we can make this a series because we, obviously we love talking about relationships and stuff like that and growth. So yeah, definitely let us know. Uh, DM us on Instagram, on our Donkey Podcast Instagram. Comment. Uh, yeah. So thank you so much for listening and have a great rest of your day, night, or week, wh- whatever time you're listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See you guys. Bye.